0: This is Indivisible Westchester, the podcast. I'm Shannon Powell. State Senator Pete Harkom talks about running for re-election against a man who calls himself Trump's translator and tells us why the upcoming election is crucial for New York. I'm joined today by Senator Pete Harkom. Pete, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: My pleasure. Thanks for having me
0: great to have you on. Now, you're running it in a tough campaign against Rob Astorino. As those of us here in Westchester know, is our former county executive. IW, we like to refer to him as Rolex Rob. Tell me, how do you differ from Rob Astorino?
1: Well, it's it's basically a question of values. He spent the last three years on national television, defending Donald Trump's divisive and indefensible policies. I'm a progressive Democrat. I'm proud of the changes that we've made in the New York State Senate in the two years I've been there, passed important legislation that the Republicans had blocked, Reproductive Health Act, Child Victims Act, Common Sense Gun Safety, increased education funding by a billion dollars, early voting, other election reforms, Pass the toughest uh, climate protection bill in the country, and so much more. And that's all because of a Democratic Senate. And he wants to roll that back.
0: So, how do you fight against Trumpism, though? Because Rob Astorino has referred to himself as Trump's translator. As you said, he was part of Trump's team. He was a, a part of his campaign advisory team for 2020 presidential team. How how do you fight against Trumpism and what Rob represents?
1: Well, it's. It's a question of values. You know. Like Donald Trump, he's running to try to scare the suburbs on crime, on housing. And, and you know we tell a much different story. The reason we're safe in the suburbs is not because of aggressive policing against minority communities. We're safe in the suburbs because of good schools, great community organizations, access to world-class health care, good jobs, good transportation. And yes, policing plays a role. So they're trying to scare people. Um, what we embrace is what we call Hudson Valley values. We, we cherish and we nurture tolerance and diversity. It makes us stronger. They view diversity and, and we value it. And the people of the Hudson Valley showed that in the last election, that they're better than this. And, and that's, what we're, that's what we're all about.
0: What is the response to your campaign of values been from people that you've talked to, that you're calling, that you're meeting? What,
1: what do they say? People, people are very positive. You know, they, they don't want to hear the fear. They hear enough of that out of Washington. You know, so we're running a positive campaign on our accomplishments. We've done a tremendous amount on the environment. We just passed my bill that will protect 40,000 miles of streams in New York that the Trump administration punted the regulation of. So, so that was a huge environmental win uh, for the people of New York. On substance use disorder, I chair that committee on the Opioid Task Force. We've doubled treatment times uh, from 14 days to 28 days before insurance companies can intercede. We've eliminated copays. We've reduced barriers to life-saving treatment. So we're really making progress in New York State and fighting for the people of New York.
0: You've talked about some of your accomplishments. What are you most proud of?
1: I think, you know, personally, I think it would be some of the things we've done on substance use disorder. You know, that's a personal issue for me. I've been in long-term recovery, and, and I was lucky because I had a lot of supports along the way, and, and not everybody has that, you know, and that's a reflection on our healthcare system and failings in our be- behavioral health network. So, you know, by doubling treatment times, eliminating co-pays, um, uh, creating more access to life-saving medication... Uh, to, to save people's lives while they go through the recovery process, um, telemed, you know, there's so many things that we've accomplished here. We have so much more to do, but on a personal level, I find that that most rewarding.
0: Let me ask you a question just briefly about the debate. This came up, substance abuse in the debate where Trump used it against or attempted to use it against Biden for his son's problems. What was that for you as, as somebody who is, who is, you know, in recovery, Successfully, how, how how did that? What, how did that strike you?
1: You know, it was it was offensive, and and it, was, it displayed great ignorance. You know, substance use disorder, alcoholism, addiction—it's a disease. It's not a moral failing, uh, as as the president intimated, and and elected officials should know that. And and for him to be perpetuating this stereotype, uh, this ignorant, hateful stereotype, um, really sets things back. And 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 it was deplorable that the president went there. You know, one of the reasons why I broke my anonymity was we need to break the stigma. We need to we need to knock down the stigma. It keeps people from coming back, uh, coming for help. It keeps families from reaching out for support, and it keeps the government, who's reco- responsible for funding a lot of the treatment programs, from adequately providing the resources that people deserve.
0: So let me ask you this, Pete. Therefore, let's say when you're reelected, what is left to do in Albany? What's going to be first on your agenda of what you want to accomplish?
1: Well, we've, we've got a, a real budget mess in Albany right now, and, and the federal government has yet to step up and give us assistance. We're required by law to have a balanced budget, um, so we're, we're still keeping an eye on what the federal government may do but we may need to take action as well. So that's number one. The other thing immediately short term is we need to keep people safe so we can keep businesses open. You know, our small businesses have been decimated by COVID. We still have high unemployment here in the Hudson Valley. And the way we get through this is to keep people healthy so we can keep the economy open. And then we need to start reinvesting in our infrastructure to start building back helping our downtown main streets, our small businesses on main street, and then really focus on clean energy jobs, which until uh, before the pandemic for the last several years had been the fastest sector of job creation in New York state.
0: COVID is still a threat, obviously. What are you hearing from people, you know, in regards to how they've been impacted by the pandemic?
1: Well, obviously it's been very challenging for families. You know, you yourself said you've got someone you know doing doing zoom schooling as as we're speaking um couple of couple of the people on my staff are parents so they've been trying to juggle work and and schooling uh, parents are nervous about kids going back to school teachers are are nervous about being in school and superintendents and, and administrators are wondering how they're going to pay for all of the safety improvements that they were required to make to open schools safely, so that's a big part of it. And then, with 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 so many people commingling again, how do we stay safe? We see the numbers ticking up in New York City, over in Rockland County. We're kind of surrounded in the country by by increasing cases, so it's so important. And we constantly stress this to constituents. You know, let's not get complacent. Masks, socially distance, hand washing. Don't gather inside, um, You know, small gatherings outside. Let's really be careful and stay safe because we've got a combination of flu season and COVID season coming. And, and it's gonna be a while till we have a safe vaccine in spite of what the president says. So until we get everybody vaccinated and that's gonna take a while, we, we need to be vigilant.
0: How has the pandemic affected how you're running the campaign? How is it different this time than it was two years ago?
1: That's a, that's a great question. You know, at the end of the day, it's still about contacting voters, but we have to do it differently. When, when I first ran, we had an army of volunteers knocking on doors, and we're not knocking on doors out of respect, both for the people who live uh, in, in their communities and for our volunteers. We don't expose volunteers. So we're touching voters differently via, via a phone bank. Um, we were making thousands and thousands and thousands of phone calls and via text. So those are the two ways who we're now personally touching voters, whereas in the past, we could do more by door.
0: So the most important question, how can people help? If they're listening to this podcast, they're like, oh my gosh, I wanna help Pete, he needs to go back to Albany, what can they do?
1: Thank you, that's a good question. There are a lot of things people can do. I think the most important thing is to help us with phone banks. We do them every day of the week, they're fun. We do them by Zoom. So you get the camaraderie of a phone bank and the technical support, but you can sit home in your pajamas and make the calls. So that's a good thing. People can write postcards. We can get you cards. We can get you scripts. People can write letters to the editor. Again, we can get people copy points or they can write their own letter to their own local paper Um, or they can text. You know, not everybody is into phone calls. Some people are into writing. Texting is another thing particularly if they're young people in your house who wanna get involved. Texting is a great way to get folks involved. So they can call um, my campaign manager, who's Aiden Bodie, at 845-519-0067.
0: Great, so get in touch with Aiden, sign up, help Pete as much as you can. Senator Harkham, thank you so much for joining us today. Best of luck and um, Strong, strong, strong sprint to the finish. How's that sound?
1: Thank you, Shannon. We're running hard and we appreciate everything everyone's doing. Thank you so much.
0: Excellent. Best of luck. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Indivisible Westchester, the podcast, member of the Demcast Network. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on our website at indivisiblewestchester.org. Take care and keep on resisting.